welcome back to the podcast. I am here today with Jennifer Rosenzweig, who I believe just told me she was in her 12th year at Barron Academy. Did I remember correctly? <laughs> Fantastic. So, I know, very short attention span. I apologize for that. So, how did you come to Barron Academy? How did we get so lucky? Whoops, I can't hear you. There we go. Okay, thank you so much for having me in the podcast. Um, I moved from Hollywood, Florida. I used to teach in a similar school like Barron, but also my mom at his academy. I was also the middle school teacher, math teacher. And when I moved to Houston, I was looking for a school very similar to Browser. So um, I visited different schools, but when I saw Barron, I fell in love with the school. And I just saw my kids growing up here. And that's what captivated me in working in the school. Beautiful. And what are some of your favorite memories over your time here at Barron? So I can say that I have three very special moments uh, that stand out. The first one was having the opportunity to bring money to the school to build a, a space of innovation for our ages. And number two was having my two sons, uh, Shmuel and Zachary Britnila, in the school. Oh, wow. And while my students were dancing around us in celebration, <laughs> that always brings tears in my eyes when I remember. Uh. And three, the STEM fair, where I got to see so much creativity and innovation from the whole school. Yeah, those are great ones. All, all three of those. Holy moly. I was just imagining the Britnila. That must have been so special for everybody. It was. It was amazing. And, and I got to see the, uh, the STEM fair firsthand, and hopefully we'll get to that, because I really want to hear more about, about what you brought to the school, which is really fantastic. Thank you. Um, how, how have you evolved as a teacher over the years? I, I want to preface it by saying, you know, when I came to visit, I, I was also teaching geometry, and I remember saying to you, like, I'd much rather be in your geometry class. Like, you really do these creative projects and uh, really get the kids interested and involved, and you record your lessons, and... I'm just curious, like, has that always been happening for, since day one, or have you really picked up some things along the way? Yeah, no, it wasn't like that day one. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like that at all. I was just learning uh, to do the, my job, and I like I, I decided to be creative to get the kids engaged and to bring projects that would make them remember the math concepts easier. And I became more organized and. I also became very structured because I like my students to know what to expect. Uh, at the same time, I like to be flexible. So it's like a combination of everything. I've been growing every single day as a teacher. It's, um, it has been an amazing, amazing experience yeah. in the classroom. Yeah, I was going to say, you always seem to have some new project or idea. Um, I remember, I guess it might have been last year, when you had the thing you could scan with the phone in the hallway, and it was the students. Uh, speaking and, and video about about what they were their project was. Yes, I always like to look to see what's around, what's happening, what the other teachers are doing, and maybe see if I can incorporate in my classroom. Maybe I can engage my students better. I I really like to change year by year, like try to bring different things. So I think that's that's a cool thing, and I learn. I learn from my mistakes. Sometimes some projects work out. Sometimes some projects don't. Like last year. I did the mirror laser project with geometry, and um, and I thought like it was gonna be, it was a, I had a different um, 
I had different I had a different idea of the results of the project and the project was a little bit more challenging and um, then I said you know what the mini golf works better for this concept mm -hmm. of the angle so yeah I learned from that that's great though I mean I, I think that's the only way you do learn is you know by making the mistakes and trying new things because I always wanted a school to take on the motto a safe place to fail because I think you have to be willing to try new things and be brave enough to do that in order to fail and then learn from that. So I think that's great. And I remember those uh, the, the video projects on the wall, whenever we'd give a tour, I'd say, oh, we got to stop here. <laughs> and, uh, and I know the uh, mini golf things are really fantastic. I know the kids look forward to those as well. Thank you, yeah. Do you keep your lesson plans from year to year? Not at all, <laughs> not at all, because I like to get to know my class and my students. And then I like to write lesson plans, just like like taking my students into consideration. So it's just year by year. So yes, I may repeat some projects, like uh, I do that frequently, but really it's not the same lesson plan. Um, I like to be creative. I like to engage my students. I like to bring different things into the classroom, bring excitement, not the same that they know what to expect, that last year she did this, so she will do it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, let's do it. Let's change this. Let's make something else. So, that's really, no, not at all. That's really great, and that's very ambitious because uh, I, I know a lot of people would say, oh, let me, I'll tweak it a little bit, but let me hang on to them. So I think it's, yet again, another another brave choice to uh, to redo it every year, and I'm sure that students feel that personalization, and that's why so many people say you're their favorite teacher, even years <laughs> after the fact. Thank you. Um, Tell me a little bit about the grant you earned uh, that resulted in our makerspace in BIMA. It was an amazing experience, an amazing opportunity. Mm, we had to travel to California in the middle of the summer and dedicate um, almost a week and a half learning and working very hard. And we had to design a project that uh, for, to bring to our school that would benefit as many students as possible. It was an amazing experience. At the end of the trip, we had to sit with uh, Ari Kellerman and Liad Goldstein. We had to sit in front of a panel of experts coming from all different parts of the country, including Stanford University, and we had to fight for what we wanted to bring to school. We had to have a mission, a vision, a strategic, a strategic plan, a logo, a name of the project uh, that would captivate all audience. And we had to sell it because basically it was like we'll give you the money or we don't give you the money. It was something like that. Wow. So it was it was very, very amazing the experience and the pressure that we had to be in front of so many people because in addition of the panel of uh, judges that we had, there were all the other schools from all over the country that came to compete. So that was very, very, very scary. I still remember with Liad and Ari, we were like sitting outside, we we're like breaking our head, thinking, what are we going to do? How are we going to name this? What are we going to, how are we going to captivate as many students as we can? How are we going to, what is, what is it that we need in there? What is the thing that we need to bring that we're missing? We have to think this is our chance. And it was like amazing. Like everything just worked out. All of the three of us together, it was a perfect match. Um, Ari with the strength of his decks and his Torah learning and Liad with the science and I guess I had the, the strength of the math and also I like to think of new ideas. Everything came together in one place and we just stood there and we were like, it was like a show, really. It was like a show, like amazing. 
And when we presented our logo and the whole thing, they were like blown away. Yeah, you must have been really proud. Holy moly. Yeah. Actually, the name of Dima wasn't, it wasn't what, um, we named it Dima, but Dima at that moment, it wasn't what it means now. What was it? I was going to ask about that, how the name evolved. (laughs) We were thinking about um, creating a makerspace, but an outdoor makerspace. Oh, yeah, I remember that. We were focusing our project on uh, um, natural disasters, Mm -hmm. on how can we create ideas for um for to help uh, prevent or aid in case of natural disasters so our project was like tied up a little bit with the cadena initiative um program right so that was what idea I was going to and so the name bima wasn't barren innovation made accessible it was barren international maker aid how interesting i never knew that it's so funny. It makes me laugh because it's like it was so ambitious. It was like so ambitious. It's like you're gonna you're gonna come here and you're gonna name this Baron International Maker Aid. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. So so that was actually the original name. Of, it was Dima, and then we love the whole concept of Dima and the platform, the platform for creativity, for innovation, the whole thing. So that was the name of the of the makerspace. That was the, actually what it meant. It's just that we had to tweak it a little bit when well, <laughs> we got back. That's really cool. I remember uh, when you and Liat also came in, like uh, yeah, you brought your family and you guys were creating the actual physical space. Do you remember, do you have any memories from that time period when you were actually crafting out that space? Love it. Love it. I, it brings me such beautiful memories because it was like having the opportunity to make the space. This is our chance. Now we have the support from this um, uh, legacy heritage. Now we have the, we, the school support. Now we can actually make a change in the school, make something ourselves. So it was an amazing experience. I brought my kids and they were so excited. We had to clean the whole place. We had to organize all the stuff where it was gonna go. And then we had to clean it, paint it, do, buy, organize. It was an amazing thing. And, and we were not even experts at that. Like that was the scariest part because we, like, we didn't know how to 3D print, we didn't know what to buy, we didn't know what to expect. We were just like, okay, so what are we doing with this? Like, we have to figure this out. <laughs> and you did, though. I mean, that, that to me, yet another instance of being super brave, because you're right. I remember you saying, like, yeah, I guess we'll figure out how to make this, and then we'll go from there. Um, yeah, it was like a day-by-day thing, like, let's figure this out, like, what do we need, what are we going to do? We only have, we have this budget, we have to, we have to do deal with we have to actually only utilize this money because we don't have more we can't exceed that and also we have to create the stamper so it was like a very very challenging and a first time thing in the school yeah life so that was amazing yeah and i remember the legacy heritage folks coming and saying like you have to understand how incredible this is and i went yeah i do believe me anytime i mention the makerspace jennifer and leah jennifer and leah jennifer and leah it's really you guys really transformed the school uh, with, with BIMA. It's really been fantastic. Um, and that, thank you. Thank you. I really love the Makerspace, and, and I, I can't wait to see kids uh, there working and doing things, and it's just very exciting. I agree, and that sort of leads me into my, my wrap-up question that I always like to ask, which is, where would you like to see Barron Academy in 10 years? Wow, so um, I would like definitely to see a lot more students 
that would be great to have the classrooms full of kids. I mean. And also, I would like to the school to have a huge maker space mm. with an awesome schedule of classes for all ages, <laughs> where somebody's teaching them and the kids have the opportunity to create things, and then where we can compete with international uh, in international events. Yeah. Like uh, I know so many schools who already do it. And I'm so jealous from that because <laughs> I know we have the potential. So I would like to see that us trying to compete and try to reach for the highest. I love it. That's in it. all levels, in all levels, yep. all the way to high school, like bringing some engineering program or something like that that would attract more kids mm -hmm. to the Jewish, to our school. Uh, I would love to see that in the school. It's a great vision. I applaud it. And I thank you so much for making the time to chat with me this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. Thank you. All right, I think I stopped it. Okay. <laughs>